You're listening to the Avoid the Trap Podcast, a show dedicated to helping bettors exploit the betting markets using unconventional strategies and tactics. Turn up the volume and listen closely. The show starts now. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Avoid the Trap. This is episode 24. I'm your host, Micah Smith. I got uh, on the line Antonino DeRosa and David Miller with us. Uh, how's everything going, guys? Everything going good? Everything is great, always, especially when I get to hang out with you guys. Nice. Yeah, and Ant really loves doing the next, the following podcast when he was right. I've noticed <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. He gets excited to do this. <laughs> you don't have to drag him into it. Well, what's, what was uh, your take on the uh, divisional rounds? Uh, did it play out kind of how you see Packers look really good or were the 49ers poorly coached in certain situations? What do you guys think about that? Let's hear what you guys think. I mean, I don't know. Birdie didn't play very well and Love played well. I'm not really a football expert, so I don't really know what's going on, you know, when things like that happen. I think it was more of the Packers. They're just better than one than what people thought because that was two back-to-back game. They routed the they, – they crushed Dallas's soul and then kept last game so tight. The Packers better than people thought. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, they weren't very good. So maybe toward the end, they were firing on all cylinders. And that's all – NFL, that's all it really is about, right? Like getting hot at the right time kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they were showing stats on Love. He had one of the best quarterback ratings to last whatever it was, like 40% of the season. So, yeah, they came on strong. Absolutely. My Bills future, I got heartbroken on that as well. So, it's like they cannot get past the Chiefs. I don't know if they ever will, but I had a good price, I thought, when I bet it. Yeah, you do good with those. So, you do good with those. We wanted to talk a little bit about futures. Your next future, or your, the one of the ones you have pending, or do you have multiple ones pending right now? I only ha- I had a Bills and a Lions future, so I have still pending the Lions, obviously. Okay, so the Lions were like, when you bet it, they were nine. I want to say plus nine fifty to win the conference, plus twenty two to one to win the Super Bowl. You went with the twenty two to one. Do you want to share your thoughts? I'd be dead honest. I, the thought of the the conference never went into my head. It never goes into my head when I bet a future. I should. I should. I wish I should, obviously. But that thought, I need you to tell me why I should think that way. Because I, I, right now, I don't understand. Who cares? I like the win? bigger payout, man. I like the bigger payout. Come on. But I know. And it doesn't matter. You win every time. So you might as well. Okay. Here's the way it works. So if you're taking one of the weaker teams, right, and you can get half of – what it is to win it all, you want to do that. But, and if you take one of the better teams, usually you want to do it. You want to know if you're favored, if you're projected to be favored in the final game or not. So the Lions path, they were probably going to play, well, the Ravens, Bills, or Chiefs. Your prediction on what that Super Bowl line would be, and it's all about the same. Well, except the Ravens, it's looking like, Ant doesn't think so, but... I don't know. Against the Ravens, like if they just roll next game, over five. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't make the odds either in NFL. He so says the Niners will be a favorite over the Ravens, right? No. 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 Really? No. I think the Ravens will be a small favorite if um, both of those teams okay. make it to the Super Bowl. What do you think the Ravens Lions one would be? 
probably around three and a half is my guess, maybe three. It also depends in one fashion they win this week. If Baltimore crushes Kansas City, then they'll be higher. But if they barely win and Detroit wins, you know, a nice game, then I think uh, the way they win this week will also impact what the odds should be, I think. Right. Okay, so he takes 22 to 1 instead of 9.5 to 1, which I think you should take the 9.5 to 1. But I think by default, if you want to do a future, I know it's not as fun and much fun. You should just parlay the money line. But Micah does have he does run good on on the other stronger teams getting eliminated. So Ant, what do you think about future? Do you do futures, Ant? Not really. Let's let's hear we talk no. all day. Z- let's hear- zero futures for me. But in general, if you do futures, you should always parlay. Once you get to the playoffs, just parlay your winnings from money line to money line. Usually you will make more money. Okay, and Dave, I think has a cool uh, math problem that he uh, you've been solving, right? To to showcase that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited right now. Okay, so the path that the Lions took, the first part of it that, that they played the Packers or that they played um, Tampa Bay was a break, and it comes. You said minus one sixty five was the closing line, the no vig line for the first game against the Rams. Minus 255 was the no-vig line, give or take, at Pinnacle against Tampa. We've got plus 300 this week is the no-vig line, and that's actually not the no-vig. It's it's a little bit lower. And then a potential Super Bowl matchup, can we all agree, plus 180 for the Lions? Okay. With probability to play Ravens. The Chiefs then, if, if it's plus 180 against the Ravens, it would be lower against the Chiefs, two and a half. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. Although there was a 5 to 7% chance that they would play, who was the other team? Okay, we'll forget about that. But all of that parlays to plus 24, about plus 24, 24 and a half to 1. That was with getting the easier route, playing Tampa Bay instead of but trying not to. Yeah, exactly. So, but if you would have just parlayed it all – out like that it's better than the 22 to 1 plus they had an easier path so it just it's tough to bet those and then for the if you take away the plus 180 and you just do the conference then it then it comes out to like eight to one plus eight and what price did mike i get well he got 22 to 1 for the super bowl your argument your only argument there is that the super bowl line is going to be lower i guess somehow but for them to be favored or a two point dog is kind of tough, I think. Or they play the Chiefs and it's and it's yeah, like two. Then it would come out to like twenty two to one. It will well plus one thirty would come out to uh nineteen eight to one. So Mike Lions are just gonna win though, right? That's how you seem to roll on those things. I mean I don't like hedge. I do have a lot of people asking me, Hey, are you hedging? How how are you going to hedge? I'm like, I don't hedge, but I don't know how you even would hedge. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you can play. There's no way to do it. There's no way to do it each round, first of all. And the only you could do it in the final game, or if you're hedging the second game out and then the final, there was really no reason to make the bet in the first place, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But what about this? And what if you can see the yes and the no for somebody mm-hmm. to win something? If you can get an overlay there, like let's say Circa does a yes and a no. 
would you ever consider doing that or no? No. Yeah. It's the tying the money up. If you're doing it on credit, we've had that conversation. It's hard, but Micah makes six figures a year doing it, and he picks the winner. <laughs> Um, so I mean, you could edge a little bit, right? You can bet. Yeah. How big is your ticket? It's like one forty, I think one thirty eight, one forty. And how much should you bet to win that? Six thousand something change, I think. Well, you can bet a little bit of uh, San Francisco. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's still something it, left, like one ten left. It, no, it doesn't make sense to do that to me if you're going to make the bet in the first place. Yeah, it's okay. I, I don't. I, what if in the situation uh 49ers, I mean not 49ers, lines go up. Oh, you can bet in live. 10, 10 to nothing. Sure. Right. Then you could actually play a decent amount on, on the live to win the game. Yeah, you can get huge limits there. Uh Pinnacle and uh Bookmaker yeah. open, you know, for twenty, thirty thousand easy. Right. So if you actually want to hedge a little bit there, you can. Right. I see why people do futures and it's fun. I do very few, but now we were, we were discussing yesterday, a team like Gonzaga, a hundred to one. I think the better bet is the final four to make it there at 24 to one, but it's close because they would be one of the weaker teams. Anyone that's a hundred to one is a perceived weaker team because most of the better teams are anywhere from like 15 to one to 30 to one. But to get that price, it's at a company that you can't get much down. Yeah. The heat. I don't know. Were you able to bet that one at all? And then yeah, that, so I, well, say, I, tell me this. So that, that's it. Uh, can I say the company or no? Yeah, because somebody should bet it. And then, yeah. Well, yeah. I said, this at Caesars, right? And so I have. My, it is? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I thought it was. You sent me the screenshot. That's a Caesars. Oh, it's FanDuel. No. Nah. Or Boyd Duel. Yeah, it is. Well, it's at Caesars, too, obviously. What's uh, Boyd Duel? What are you talking about? No, you sent me a... Um... It's the Fan Duel in Vegas. It's Boyd Duel. So the Boyd Properties, which is Orleans, Suncoast, Gold Coast. I mean, that uh, was... Oh, that was... Coast, Coast yeah. in Vegas. Ant is, like, a pretty big chain, and they they signed a deal with Fan Duel, but they call it Boyd Duel. So got they, they got... Okay, okay. Well, Caesars has it, too. That's where I was looking at it. The account that I use to bet into those futures, I already have a big future on Auburn to win it all. I got them at 80 to 1. And when we tried to place the bet, it said, you already have enough bet into this market. So it only let me bet $50. You got Auburn to win the whole thing at 80 to 1? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I was thinking, okay, what was the final four on that one when you bet. You don't See, know. I, I, dude, I don't know. I don't it never beat the look of that. Maybe I, I got to change my ways, I guess. I don't know. No idea. Well, for, for Auburn, yeah. I, I mean, was, you know, I was beginning of the season. Okay. Oh, okay. And that was, was that this, you follow a couple of guys that just do these, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of their plays? Yeah, yeah. I just read, read up a bunch there. Just read up a bunch about it. It seemed like a good bet, so I bet it. They're like yeah, 20, 20 to good. Now, I think. You guys got unlucky on Purdy. They got really unlucky on Purdy, but you guys do – they do well. Oh. Okay, let's, so Auburn – current. yeah, a team like Auburn, you would rather have – so if it was 80 to 1 and then 20 to win the final four, I think you'd rather have the 80 to 1 on a team like Auburn, one of the just elite, elite teams. Yeah. So good. I mean, you're sitting good, right? You're feeling good, right? 
Yeah, but the, the the app would not let me bet more on a future on a college basketball future. It said I already had too much risk into the market. I was like, what? Never heard of that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard of that. I never should be able to every single team that you want. The funny part is like they still have those odds up for somebody. No, sure. So, so who cares how much risk you got? They should only care how much risk they got. Exactly. Right. And if they yeah. got too much, they probably should move those stupid prices. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Caesars had that too. Yeah, man. Get let's bet it for me. So back to your lines before we end that. I feel good about your bet. Even though it sounds crazy, I feel good about your bet. Plus, I'm the one that was like saying that too. I yeah, I feel good. Oh, you're the only reason I bet it. You were talented. Well, on- the 49ers, I feel like they're going to choke. Yeah, same I don't, time. I don't, I, and we'll do seven somehow, and we're going to go there or, or no. Well, do you know how the line moved from like six and a half and seven low big to, you know, yes, they were seven and 15. I'm pretty we're sure. I'm pretty, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was us. <laughs> so, so here we are again, guys. Well, what are the split? Like, what? how have we done head-to-head? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure it got the seven and a half because we smashed seven pretty Peter, hard. Bet it or what? what? No, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't Peter. <laughs> was Debo going to play or you guys don't, don't look into that really? Uh, it's probably now it's seven. Let's see. It seems like he's worth a lot. It seems like it. He's worth a lot for sure. I think we, had him, I think we had him playing at 50% when we made it. You can even get a flat seven and a half right now at South Point and Rampart. I wouldn't bet it at seven and a half. Our oh, average, yeah. Say that again? No, you're saying you wouldn't bet your side, right? I wouldn't bet San Francisco minus seven and a half. But if, if somehow... No, I, I know that. Yeah, like our average price is something like seven minus 103 or minus 105, something around there. Well, you're sitting good right now. We're not seven minus oh five or something. I got. Yeah, I mean, your robot seems to know a lot. You, and Peter. <laughs> Dude, robot. you, you sound like those agents. I know, right? You're right. Like, like <laughs> the robot does not pick winners. The, 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 the robot ro- does the, all the work. The bot and the robot. For all you agents out there listening, or for all you illegal bookies. The robot does not pick winners. The robot only allows me to bet $200 in some shitty accounts that Micah brings me. So, because that's all the robot does. It allows you to bet as many accounts as possible all at once. Hopefully you're fooling them with your San Francisco bet. (laughs) I guess I'm already finished. I like how you guys are like, oh, uh, Detroit's looking sweet. You know, obviously there's a lot of money. I guarantee it wasn't just us who bet San Francisco. Sure. Because usually we would not even move the game this much in a normal game, and this is the playoffs. So I'm assuming other groups are also on it. So if you get an opportunity to maybe lay off some of it in live, maybe you should. I probably will. I probably No, don't. Don't. Yeah. No. They go up 7 nothing, and it's – they go up seven nothing, are they gonna still be like a three point dog? Probably. Oh, don't be one of those guys that gets into a hedging disaster too, where like you bet the other side and then your side comes through and now you're. Don't don't do it. You did that to me. Uh, was that two years ago when uh, I had a big Celtics future and they were up two zero? Uh, you know, it was like bet Warriors to win, still bet Warriors to win, and they came out again won, right? 
Yeah. The good news is, Micah, though, at least you have a bunch of seven and a half in your accounts as well. Yeah. Or sorry, a bunch of sevens. Yeah, so now you know what will happen, right? San Francisco is going to win by three, and then you're going to lose it all. I'm trying to remember when the Warriors played the the Celtics. Maybe I didn't have enough yeah. caffeine. I'm sorry. Was it? Yeah, yeah, two years, two years two ago, two years ago, right? Yeah, I had the Celtics future. It was like <laughs> seven to one or something. You was like, you got a hedge. You got a hedge. Warriors or will beat them, and they did. Oh, I don't remember saying that to you. I can't even remember what happened yesterday. I hedged because of you, and I never hedged. You convinced me to hedge. Did I really? Yeah, you you won me money. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm you're not, you're my- not confident you get at nighttime about 12 a.m. I'm not very confident at noon, but, yeah, I'm confident at 12 a.m. That, that's about right. And for Anson Frisco, and his, his $200 bets pushed the whole market. <laughs> <laughs> so that was you, man. <laughs> Well, I, I guarantee there's multiple groups on San Francisco, us being one of them. We're not even great at NFL, but we're not the only people that thought San Francisco was correct. I would, yeah. Oh, you're, <laughs> but oh, you're, you're just like one of those stupid agents or stupid bookies thinks that the robot is the reason why people win. No, the robot only allows you to bet a lot of little accounts at once. I feel like yeah. people... They say the robot, they're thinking that it's automated steam chaser. You know? Got it. Yeah. There are some out there like that. Yeah, that's what I think most of them do, but I could be wrong. And then I would just think, well, if you're going through all the hoops to bet through a robot, you're they're probably not stupid. But I don't, I don't know. That could all be wrong. That's what I would think, though, if I was them. Yeah, if I was a bookie and I noticed that there were people using a bot, Obviously, bots are expensive, and if you're going through all that trouble to bet a lot of amounts of money, you're probably going to be a long, long-term long winner. So I think that's what they're thinking. They said, hey, if they have a robot, it's probably because they're professionals. A normal recreational player is not going to get a bot read done. He's just going to bet. He's not even going to line shop. He's just going to bet whatever team he likes to bet, you know? What percentage of the guys, uh, I guess we'll call them bookies, credit agents, what percentage of them actually say to you, oh, you're cheating, you have a robot? Um, it's, a more, it's a better question for Micah because he's probably the one that gets those messages more than me, but a yeah. lot. But the thing is that a lot of times when we, you know, some people bring us accounts and say, hey, here's this account. You cannot use a robot to bet it. They'll be able to tell. You have to bet it by hand. And if the account is big enough, we would bet it by hand, right? You know, if it's, I don't know, a couple of thousand dollars our way. And whenever we get an account like that and we're betting it by hand while we're betting the robot also, they still think we're using a robot. And then they'll come back, oh, you're using a robot. No, we actually hand bet it, you know, and they still think it's a robot. It's the volume of bets they see that get a lot of volume and they assume you're cheating. <laughs> so to manually do it, how much would you have to go to manually keep logging in a thousand a game? So currently, usually when we run a big play, we'll have one employee running the robot. And then we have one or two employees hand betting those like dozen accounts that are bigger that we like to hand bet. You know, if it's a couple of thousand dollars, we would hand bet it. But the problem is that most accounts that we get are $500 bets and only 50% are my way. Those accounts are not worth betting, obviously, by hand. But if you can throw them all in the bot, you click once and it hits them all, then it's worth it, you know? $250 here, $250 there, that shit adds up. Yeah, because if you're going, let's say you're going $500 manually and you're expected to make, I don't know, 4%, I don't know what the numbers are, $20 half 
half of it's yours, 10. The guy's just making $10 to log in, bet it real quick, plus dramas. <laughs> so really yeah, it's, yeah, we try not to get in the habit of hand betting stuff, but we do if the account is good. So yeah, you get big ones. Sometimes thousand, or you can go a thousand a game. Yeah, or bigger ones. You want to kind of hand bet sometimes too, because we want to make sure that those get clicked first. Because the last thing you want to do nowadays, some of the accounts have freezes. So what does that mean? So when you make a bet on one of these PPH accounts, it freezes all the other PPH accounts of the same kind. So let's say you have, I don't know, ten skins that are the same from 10 different bookies. The last thing you want is that a $250 click freezes your other nine accounts. Are you following? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like you. Yeah. So you basically, what you have to do is you have to click the bigger ones first. And if you do have a small one that has a freeze, usually we have to take it out of the robot because that one measly $250 bet could have stopped us from betting, you know, eight or nine other accounts. But with the robot, you see it because as you're processing the robot, you see which accounts like will make all the other ones delay because it hits them. It hits them all at once, but it's still there's an order. So if there's an account that's stopping the whole process, then we just you know take it out and not deal with it. Is that how you get caught though? It's like okay, eleven bets came in simultaneously on this to the millisecond on team A. Is well, that how you? The problem is that the bookie itself doesn't know that because we're betting, you know, nine different bookies. They're all using the same PPH. So the bookies themselves don't know that we made whatever, 20 bets at once. They just see that they took a bet. And at the time you're taking a bet, the line steams. So that's how, how they can tell. And most are, most are aware of that, the going rate and the fact that it moved or, or half or what? Some bookies are aware and some have no clue. You know, it really depends. But Micah would better be want to know like how long accounts lasts. But I don't know. It's just never ending, as Micah could tell you. And, and it goes like this. So, hey, man, um, congrats on your recent success. I've decided I don't want to take this action anymore. I'll definitely I'll pay you out, though. Does it go with something <laughs> yeah, like that? I wish that's the case. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wish that's the case. That's I not the, that would be the ultimate. Most of the time, is like, you're a thief. You're using a robot. Fuck you. I'm not paying you. Yeah. Most <laughs> of the time? Well, not most, but the times you get, you know, you get caught. To be honest, I don't know how often we get stiffed. Micah would know better, but yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hit a nerve if it's like that. It also depends. It also depends, you know, when a lot of times when we get these accounts are usually from people who have lost a lot of money to their bookie. So some bookies are willing to pay because they already beat them up pretty good. By the time they pull the rug, you know, they're still winning. Has a he has a long fuse for that, and I don't know. I would just be going insane. I'd be furious if I dealt with all that. But it bothers me in my head. Know that I got two great people on this podcast that I know when if they're under the right situation, I want to figure out how to make it work. It's just it's in my head. I, I just I have the drive to do it. You, know? you do good at it too. I mean, on my end, I can say you're you're incredible at it. And then you well, you get your workout in first thing in the morning. That probably yeah, helps. Got to, man. Yeah. Yeah, that helps. You're going hard there. You're killing it in the gym. So, as long as you get that in, nothing can really like break you the rest of the day, right? Uh, <laughs> let me ask you. I want to put Ant to the test for a second. Oh, I know. Oh, no. 
but I want to. I'm sitting in bed last week. I don't know, nine or ten o'clock, and a friend of mine. I told David I was messing around with David, but a friend of mine messaged me and says, "Hey, there's a mistake on. I almost had the company. I don't care the ESPN app." Yeah, the plus one ten thing. Well, no, no, minus the drop down the minus six and a half. Drop down the Ravens was minus six and a half, minus one twenty. But then they also posted a minus sun and a half plus one ten, and they were taking huge limits on it. I don't know. I don't, I don't say it. So I look. I send it to David. This is a mistake. His <laughs> obviously. I think the. I don't know what it was at the time. I think they were minus nine at the time. Yeah. Um, you think it was a mistake, or do you think that they? Uh, it was. And I think you probably could have gotten away with betting a lot on it, but I tried. I tried twenty k. They didn't take. They re, they uh, reoffered ten. I took ten. Obviously. Yeah. But would you bet that ant? Because I don't uh, know. On an NFL side, I would bet that. I think, but you know, it really depends. Like, if I don't know anything about ESPN bet, but you know, if you think your account's going to get cut right away after you do that. Then yeah. I might not do it, but I mean, 10k is a big enough click, I think, to be able that you can do something like that. Yeah, yeah, I would bet it. I wouldn't bet in any shop that, like, I had a good standing relationship with, just because you know, like, if a guy treats me well and he's never cutting me off and things like that, I would probably not bet it. But I don't know if you guys have been following on Twitter, ESPN bet the day of the game, they posted minus nine and a half plus one ten on Baltimore. And they were taking huge limits on it. Oh, man. And, and everybody was trying to figure out why they're doing this. And uh, they had a boost on the Ravens that you could do. But usually boosts, you can't, like they, when they give boosts, they put a limit on it, like $100, $50. I've seen people even bet $15,000, $20,000 with that boost on. And yeah, uh, I'm not sure why they did it. I don't know if it was a mistake or their boost broke. I have no idea, but uh, the Circle Off guys talked about it in their podcast yesterday too, and uh -huh. they were trying to figure out why they would even offer a line like that because none of it makes sense. You know, like let's say you had a big exposure on Baltimore, you could have traded plus a hundred instead of plus one ten, you know, and probably took huge limits on it. Another speculation is the the Houston guy that sells the mattresses. Mattress Mac. Yeah. They were saying that Mattress Max was on the uh, on the Texans for really big, so they were just trying to sell a lot of it off. But even that, if like if you go to do something like that, you don't even want to take Mattress Max bet. Just take it and gamble. If like, what are you doing taking it and selling it all off and no profit? Right. You know. But yeah, there was a big thing with ESPN bet, and they did the same thing for the Chiefs on the money line. They were offering like plus one fifty or something, and uh, yeah. Twitter, gambling Twitter broke and people didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I seen people that were able to bet. I heard your boy, the him man, he, he showed a ticket that he bet 20 grand or something on that. Yeah, it's his, friend, his friend that texted me. Yeah. yeah, plus 110. But yeah, I'm not really sure what was going on. I can't even speculate why you would do something like that. But yeah, like I can't even imagine it was a promotion because if it was a promotion, you were going to do something like that, you would have advertised the shit out of it. Instead, it felt like it was just a mistake. But yeah. It's just hard for me to see it sitting hard. there. So hard on it. It's hard for me. <laughs> you got to bet it. And I wanted to see what's your thoughts. I thought you would say, no, I probably wouldn't. I would bet it 
at most places that mistake. The places I wouldn't bet it with is at places like Pinnacle and uh, Bet Chris or that guy that we all have in common who gives us big limits and does not cut us off. At places like that, I wouldn't bet it unless I knew that they're watching and they know that I'm only betting to alert them they have a mistake. Does that make sense? Like when I used to work at Pinnacle, there was a guy that would beat us all the time. And every time I made a mistake, he would max bet it. And he knew that I would cancel his wager, but he was still max bet it because he was like telling me, Hey dude, you have the wrong lineup. You know, here's a max bet so you can fix it. So you don't fly under the radar. (laughs) No, because if you're trying to fly under the radar, you don't max bet it. You max, you bet a little bit and a bunch of times, you know, but yeah. In my opinion, it's okay to these places like ESPN bet and whatever, all these fanatics and all these places are coming up and they want to be the market leaders. They have to learn from their mistakes, man. Like they're they're as predatory as they come, like sports books. So, you know, when they make a mistake, it's okay to to show them what's up. Yeah, there you go, Ant. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. (laughs) But there's mistakes and mistakes. I think I would bet that, but I wouldn't bet a pre-recorded match. <laughs> For yeah. instance, I wouldn't bet. I don't care how scummy a sports book is. I wouldn't. I don't know. I just would not bet a pre-recorded match or a past post personally. Hmm. But you know, is that, weird? is that weird that I would bet one thing and not the other? No, uh, that's, that's that's two extremes. Because you still have a chance to lose on one of them, and on the pre-recorded one, you don't. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you would bet a twenty percent edge, but not a hundred percent. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Like there I don't. You- I find that it's not. I know we had a podcast not that long ago talking about stealing and not stealing and this and that. I just think they're different things, you know. Like for whatever reason, because I guess, like as you guys said, you know, you can lose one and not lose the other. Well, good. Now I know where. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So who's, who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl? We got Mike on the Lions. Lions. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lions. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll take the Chiefs. And that was my preseason prediction. <laughs> so did you guys see? Uh, I saw the interview with uh, Circles Off. Speaking of them, that the uh, Circa Millions winner on their podcast yesterday. The guy, it was his first time he's ever played a contest, and the guy only had one entry. He just crushed it. What was your take on him? I mean, was he? did he know what was going on? Not really. No, he seemed very smart, and he seemed like he probably spent more time on choosing his five teams probably than any other person. Mm. Like, he basically said he was spent like 30 hours a week figuring out which five games to play. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's what he was saying. He was saying, like, I had power ratings. I would, like, figure out all the matchups. And he had this process that he would spend basically a second job to figure out which five games to choose. Yeah, after he first, halfway through the season, he probably spent 30 hours, not at the not on week one. I don't know, but you guys should listen. You're interested. But he seemed like he knew what he was saying. But, yeah, I mean, there was a couple things that made no sense of things he was saying. Like, I don't know, use an example of a game that was like the contest line was six and the real line was three and he didn't take the plus six because he didn't like, you know, he thought that Jacksonville was going to beat the Panthers or whatever. 
there's some spots that of things like that he was saying, but overall, I thought he was saying some nice things. Yeah, but don't doesn't that? I mean, I, I feel like I kind of agree with him. Doesn't that differentiate himself amongst thousands of people? You know, that one side. That's true. Most people probably at the same, you know, the Panthers in that spot. But if he was one of the leaders, like not taking that game is probably wrong. Is my oh, guess. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, in the DK contest. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, if you're the leader, you just have to kind of trust the market, in my opinion. But understood, got it. But Dave is the master at these contests, so you would know better. You let no, you let everybody else behind you gamble, and then they have to like make the uh, kind of will hail Marys. Yeah, they have to hit the Harry. Is how I look at it. They have to hit the ten percent, whatever they need. Chance needs to come through. Sorry, Aunt. It came through. <laughs> it came but... through. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's all right, Ant. You need to lose sometimes, man. You can't just win everything. It can't it's not just fair. win everything. It's not fair, man. Will your uh, DFS guys uh, get into the PGA model with us so we can play fantasy golf? He does play fantasy golf. I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> My guy uh, loves DFS golf. He actually uh, he was approached to ask uh, by the established to run guys if he would help those guys like coming out projections, but he's like, no way. Yeah, no way, right? No way. <laughs> but yeah, he plays a lot of golf. Yeah. All right, guys. That was a pretty solid podcast. Can we pick, like, everything I bet is not in line anymore, but can we, should we pick some games? Yeah, let's do it. Lions, money line, Lions, look ahead, Super Bowl, Lions, 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 Lions. So I bet San Francisco minus seven, let's call it 05. That doesn't exist anymore. We'll throw you bait. We're going to give you that. No, 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 no. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go against the grain again here. Dave's not going to like it. I am going to give out Baltimore Ravens minus four. Okay, Micah, on this robot stuff and both sides, do they just constantly have to have a minus next to the team? (laughs) (laughs) I don't pay attention. I have no idea. I mean, what's more square than both of the favorites there? I'm going to pick the other favorite. Does your model say that or you're just effing with us? I'm just kind of fucking with you guys. I like San Francisco. I don't like Baltimore. I like the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs to get it done. <laughs> it's hard to know who's square there. It's, it's like the Chiefs, you're going, well, it's Mahomes. They just win all the time. But then the other way, you're going, oh, Lamar, they won't stop him. It's, yeah. it's hard to know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but the <laughs> frisco that's easy i don't know you actually put that in your model ant that's the truth what go look at one of those accounts mike i don't think he put it is there gonna be bad weather in, in baltimore i mean the total seems kind of low for those two quarterbacks i know they're good defensively i don't know to be honest randy likes the over there does he yeah he says that's the play on that game over the side like, and he he usually takes unders so but but it feels square why does that feel square (laughs) over seems square in my head but maybe not yeah it seems real square to me it's okay to bet over sometimes guys it's not okay it's not okay to lay seven (laughs) i'm gonna watch that game i don't like watching games i'm gonna watch that game and uh while san francisco's crushing you gotta say man and nose no, I don't think so. I think this is like a choke. Choke. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Avoid the Trap podcast. 
If you'd like more betting tips or want to learn how you can partner with us, go to our website, www.avoidthetrap.com. Until next time, remember, to the victor belong the spoils.